Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. When we face challenges in life, we have two choices. We can let it totally roll us over and consume us, or we can look at it from a place of growth and exploration and curiosity and be grateful for it because it's forming us into the person that we need to be. In last week's episode, I shared about the health struggles that I've been having. And I'm still mad. I'm still not happy. It's still not something that I'm embracing with open arms. But I have done so much growth prior to that that I can really come at this obstacle as something that is going to be a really, really big positive. And I know that I am getting stronger and I am getting healthier and I'm going to be the healthiest fucking version of myself down the road. When my body has time to just settle into things, I'm going to be unstoppable because I am already. And then you actually allow me to be in a space where my mind is healthy, where it hadn't been in the past, and my body is healthy, this is going to be so cool. This is going to be so cool, and I'm so excited. So I tell myself when I'm really mad, but I am excited. And one of the ways that these challenges have changed me already in a way that was very, very unexpected was with my relationship with food. Something that has not been an easy relationship for me. Something that has been one of the most challenging areas of my life for a very long time. And I've done a lot of work to move past that. But there was something in me that still felt a little fraudulent. I was coming on here and I was talking about recovery and I was blasting it on Instagram and I was talking to women at work about it and I was still tracking food. And when I started tracking food, it was a huge pivot in my recovery journey. It was such a positive for me because I started tracking macros and I learned so much I could really, really identify what a serving was and how much of a food I should eat and how foods made me feel. And I started to use it in a way where I could implement foods that I was completely restricting out of my life and foods that were triggering for me in a way that was healthy, in a way that was manageable, in a way that was so positive for me. And like everything else in my journey, most of my actions 
start out with the greatest of intentions. They start out as such a positive, but because there's a lot of addictiveness in my personality, because there's a lot of a need for more and more and more in my personality, those actions and behaviors tend to start out in the greatest of way and then can often spiral to a place that's not so healthy. And tracking was the one piece, probably the biggest piece of my old behaviors that I held onto because there was security in that. And after tracking for so long, I pretty much could nail out everything that I was having and knowing how many carbs and fats and proteins that I was eating in a day, but there was security in tracking and I was not yet ready to give that up. And I would listen to people who are intuitive eaters and I loved what they were saying, but I wasn't there yet. I just, I I, I hadn't come to that space yet. There was nothing hard enough in my life that would make me give up that security blanket and nudge me in a different direction. And my health recently is, was that transformation. It was that piece. And to go back a few steps, you're going to hear in a couple episodes coming up, a little teaser for you, a interview that I do with two coaches that founded the MOVE program, Mooch and Mel. And we'll get into this in that episode, but they, I was joining this program with the intention of healing with my amenorrhea and my thyroid and the adrenal burnout. And I really wanted to come to a place of, let's get my digestive issues on track. Let's, let's try this. Let's, I think that this would be a good fit. Knowing that they were very much against food tracking, knowing that that was not something that they promoted, nor did they encourage anybody to do so. But I didn't go into the program with the desire or thought that I would give this up. I was very adamant against it. And throughout the program, they talked a lot about and still continue to talk a lot about where we have resistance, we need to lean into that. And where there is the biggest piece of you being defensive, there is something that needs to be addressed in that. And that played over in my mind over and over and over again throughout the program. But I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And then I took part of a RTT session. And again, I'm leaving you just dangling on edge here, but I'm going to talk about that actually in the next episode as well. But RTT is rapid transformation therapy. And this is working on your subconscious mind. And between the manifestation that I was doing every day and this RTT, my goal was to be at peace with my body and with food and be nourished. I wanted to be healthy. My goal every day and my manifestation every day and my future pacing every single day was to be healthy. And I kept hearing in manifestation and law of attraction that when we set out an intention, when we put out that manifestation, that we have to show the universe that we are willing, ready, and able to accept what we are. We have to step into, embody the person that already has what we're reaching for. And I knew 
that my tracking was not allowing me to do that. That was not showing the universe that I was at peace with my food or my body or that I was ready to be healthy. That was showing the universe that I was still scared and that I still had pieces of old behaviors that I was not ready to release yet. But still, still not really into it. And so in the beginning of dealing with my health issues about six months ago, I was very stressed. I noticed that I was starting to not binge eat. That's a very different time in my life, but very much have strong cravings and desires for foods and mindlessly eat them, like eating peanut butter out of the jar and like being... It's such a hard place to explain because, again, it was not binge eating. I had done binge eating in the past, and this was different, but it was toting that line a little bit. It was toting the line of something that I wasn't comfortable with because I knew that there was a reason why I was doing this, and it was not a healthy reason, and it was it was a reason to deal and to cope, not because it was benefiting me. And so I started to meet those actions with curiosity and I started to journal them out and realize, you know, I was doing this because I was stressed. I was doing this because I was anxious. So I identified the trigger, but then I started to look at the things that I was eating and it usually was, um, peanut butter or I was drinking a lot of nut milks, which I do, but not excessive amounts. And I was going towards trail mixes again and these things. And I realized that it was fats that I was eating more and more of that when I was really triggering, when I was down, when I was feeling depleted, that it was fats that I was leaning towards. And it makes a lot of sense that my body was kind of giving me signals for that because I have hormonal imbalances, because there are issues in that I share in the episode that you heard last week of my DHA levels are low, things that are low that I need healthy fats for to support that. And my body kept telling me that it needed more of those. I wanted so badly chia seed pudding and more flax seeds and more chia seeds and nuts and olive oil and avocados, all of these fats, and they were healthy, but I wasn't eating them in a healthy manner and because I didn't fit into my macros because I didn't have enough fats allotted for that. And during this time as well, I had gained some weight and I wasn't happy with that. And I wanted to lose weight. So I knew that you can manipulate your macros and I can be in a deficit. And I was eating in a deficit and I was very active and I was working out and I was doing all the things in a safe manner, but but still actively trying to lose weight, which isn't always the best mindset for me to have. And I wasn't losing weight. And I was just holding on to it. And, or gaining. Or, and I, I was frustrated. Frustrated. And I could very well see that these behaviors were leading me down a road that, if I let them continue, could become very detrimental. So I had to start to be very mindful of what I was doing. And then as I was working through elimination diet and cutting out certain foods 
and then had to, I went home for Easter and I needing to cut out eggs and dairy and gluten and soy and a handful of others. And I went home and it's easy when you're in your own space, but then you're home and it was like, oh man, like every food was like, well, I can't eat that. Mm, I can't eat that. Oh, nope. And after saying to myself and to my family, I can't, I can't, I can't, I started to feel this really icky, icky, angry place of resistance. The place of resistance that I had so many years ago when I was actively restricting my foods because I wanted to physically change my body. And so I thought, you know what, like, what's the big deal? I don't want to live in a place where I'm always restricting. I'm just going to eat some of the homemade granola that was there. I'm going to eat some of the homemade bread my mom made. Nothing out of, nothing crazy. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't binging. I just was eating foods. And I was kind of defiant about it. And I was like, I know my body doesn't want this, but I'm going to eat it anyway. And this is, this is me not being from a place of restriction. And I came home to a body in a full rash, to being excessively bloated, painfully, painfully bloated, to a week of digestive issues, to all of these symptoms. And I then had to come to grips with... Yeah, your body doesn't like this food. And what is happening? What is happening? And that's where the mindset shift changed of you have to look at this differently, Megan. You have to look at this from a place of healing. And as I told all of the women that I work with, I had to turn my words on myself and say, you always have a choice. This is a very different situation than the Megan of the past. You always have a choice. I can choose to eat any food that I want. I don't have a true allergy that's going to put me in anaphylactic shock. But clearly my body is not happy with these foods. And that's not going to help me heal. And it doesn't mean forever. And it doesn't mean that I can't have them. It just means that there are consequences for having that food. And right now, those consequences aren't great. So you can choose to eat them or you can choose to say, Megan, this won't make you feel good. What is your choice? Is it worth it for you to eat that or not? And maybe some days it is and maybe some days it isn't. And that's okay. But that made me feel very, very comfortable with that. And after coming to grips with that, after that day at Easter, I really looked at, again, my manifestation and my daily goal. And I had to say, if the universe is going to provide this to me, if I'm going to use the law of attraction and manifestation to reach my goals and to help me on my health journey, I have to tell them that I'm ready. So I wrote in my journal that day that I am ready. And that I'm done tracking. And I deleted my app off my phone. And I didn't track food since. I, by default, became an intuitive eater. And guess what? It worked out. I didn't die. (laughs) I didn't die. 
The world didn't implode. It didn't come crashing to a halt or to an end. I did it. And here's the really cool part. I told myself over and over again that I trusted my body. I trusted what it needed, that it knows what to do, and that it's going to be safe and it's going to be healthy. Affirmations that I repeat to myself every day. And when that fear gremlin creeps up, when I get a little nervous, because I don't know how much protein I've had today, or I've eaten two servings of peanut butter, I tell myself it's okay because your body needs this. And I have actually leaned into a little more more fats. I am choosing healthy fats and I'm feeling better. And not that it matters, but my weight's down. I released the baggage that I was holding onto. That's all. I'm probably eating more than I was when I was tracking. I don't know, to be honest. I have a rough idea because after you track so long, you kind of get it. But I don't know the exact number. And I feel really fucking good. And I'm really proud. And I'm proud to say that I am proud. Because <laughs> this is a big obstacle for me and it's a big hurdle. Your body knows what to do. Listen to what your body is telling you. Trust what your body is telling you. I'm not slamming macros. I'm not slamming tracking. I said in the beginning of this episode, those two pieces saved me in a time when I needed them. But I use them as a tool. I use them as a checkpoint. I gained a lot of knowledge from them. And it was a stepping stone to bring me to intuitive eating. And I feel more aligned. I feel more aligned talking to you guys now because I don't feel fraudulent. Because there was a little piece of me, again, the baggage that I was holding on, there was a little piece of me that didn't really feel authentic when I was telling you guys this, but yet I was still a little too scared to give up my tracking. Like, how could I come and give you guys a front and tell you something if I still was battling that demon? And yeah, I still have other stuff that I'm working through. Of course, we all do. But this alignment is clearly serving me. And if it doesn't serve me longer, I always know that I can go back to tracking if I want to. I can't imagine doing that right now, but I can. Who knows? Maybe down the road it will serve me better and maybe I will. And maybe I won't. I'm not sure. But it doesn't matter. So remember, there is trust that we have to have. There is grace, there is compassion, there is love. And when you show yourself that, when you show your body that, when you tell yourself that, that's what comes back to you. It's a law of attraction. It's that universe giving you exactly what you need once you show it that you're ready to do it. So no, am I happy again that I'm dealing with all of this? No. But it's showing me some really cool things and it's turning me in ways that is really positive. So here we go, universe. Let's see the other stuff that's coming because guess what? Whatever it is, I'm ready. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. 
It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.